What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be talking all about building confidence in those around you. And uh, really what we're going to be covering today is just like as a leader how to build confidence, and then uh, kind of some of your biggest jobs as a leader or as a, as a visionary, alright? So, cue up the theme song, we'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Hey everybody, thanks for sticking around. I'm so glad you guys are here today. Today we're going to be talking all about building confidence, and uh, it'll be actually not necessarily building confidence in you, but building confidence in the people around you, because if the people around you don't have confidence, then they're not going to be able to do their job, and that's one of the big things that we really want to talk about, and that's one of the big things that a lot of people lose track of or forget, and so I um, want to spend a little bit of time talking about that today, because it's really big and it's really important. One of the big questions that I have for you is, is that when was the last time that you actually helped somebody else boost their confidence? A lot of times as humans, we try to like tear people down because we're trying to help them get better. We don't realize that we're actually causing them a really big heartache by tearing them down a lot of times. So, so we try to help them grow. We try to help them get better. But the way that we help them get better is by you know, tearing them down and, and not necessarily like boosting them or building them or building their confidence. And sometimes it's really hard. You know, I know that I struggle with that sometimes. I'll have I'll have people that come in and they'll just be super negative or they'll be really hard to deal with or they're just not getting a concept or something. Or maybe it's been a month, maybe it's been six months, maybe it's been a year and they're still not understanding what I need them to understand. And it's, it's what I figured out is that it's okay to tell somebody they're doing something wrong, right? It's okay to help give them that guidance because if they continue to do the things, they continue to keep doing things wrong, then all of a sudden we're not actually helping them, we're actually hindering them because they're not going to get any better at what they are doing or or they're not going to be able to grow, right? And so we, we need to be able to tell people when they're making mistakes, but we also need to do it in a way that builds their confidence. And so that's one of the things that I've really worked on a lot throughout my career as a leader is that uh, if you help somebody build their confidence, then they're going to actually get better at what they're doing. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people forget is they come in and it's it's just discipline. It's always the, you know, they take corrective action against everybody and they always tell them what they're doing wrong. They don't ever tell them what they're doing right. Well, here's the thing. Do you remember as a kid, do you remember your parents coming in and just feeling like your parents necessarily like didn't necessarily love you, but like you couldn't do anything right sometimes? I can tell you that my parents, they loved the heck out of me and they treated me really, really well. But there were a lot of times in life where, wasn't necessarily my parents all the time, but I never felt like I could do anything right with certain people in certain certain points of my life and in certain careers and certain jobs and certain things. Nothing was ever good enough. And uh, and the truth is, is that the reason why I didn't think that it was good enough or I didn't feel like it was good enough was because I wasn't actually getting any encouragement. They weren't building me up. All they were doing was tearing me down. That was that was literally it. That's what they were doing, and that and it was so stinking hard 
to go through that and to deal with that as a person because if you don't feel like you're doing anything right, then all of a sudden you just stop trying. And when you stop trying, then you're not going to succeed. You're not going to get any better. Nothing's going to change. And that's one of the things that I really, you know, I want to encourage everybody to do today as a leader in your organization, as a leader in your group, as a leader uh, in your business, wherever it is. I want to, I just want to encourage you to help boost the confidence of those around you. Again, it's okay to correct them. It's okay to correct people and to help them learn, but you need to do it in a way that boosts their confidence. And, and there's a couple of tricks that I have to that and a couple of secrets that I have. And so um, don't, don't get upset at me for sharing these. And if you don't like them, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just what it is. It's not manipulation at all. It's, it's learning how to help people grow in a way that actually encourages them to grow. And so what I do is I call it a crap sandwich. <laughs> and, uh, and I always like to, whenever I have negative news or whenever I have discipline or, or anything like that, I like to praise and praise a little bit more and praise a little bit more. So it's like, man, I got the bread, I got the, I got the mustard, I got the cheese, and then, and then I got the meat, right? So I got praise and praise and more praise and more praise. And then I got this radish that's in the middle of the sandwich that I just maybe don't love on a sandwich, right? Like I, I, don't, I haven't had a lot of sandwiches I'd love a bunch of radishes on, but maybe I got this radish in the middle of the sandwich. And so I praise and praise and praise. And then we talk about the radish and we spend a little bit of time on it, right? But I've already got their mindset framed whenever we have this conversation where they know they're doing good, they know that they're not in deep trouble, they know that they can improve, they know that they're killing it, they know that they're, they're not like just wrong, wrong, wrong. They, they have these ideas and they know in their mind, you've pre-framed the conversation to tell them that they're, they're doing okay. Well, then you deliver that radish to them. <laughs> and, and when you deliver that radish to them, you're, you can't just like, pick it and pluck it off, right? You got to take a little bit of time so you don't mess up anything else in the sandwich that you've already set up. And then after that, I complement it with some more praise. Now, now here's the big thing to remember with the praise whenever you're building somebody up, whenever you're building confidence in those around you, that praise can't be fake. It can't be phony. It has to be real. And what I've got to say about that is that so many people come in and they praise and they praise falseness. They praise crap and they're superficial and it's not real. And guess what? You and I both know when somebody's being superficial. You and I both know when somebody's not being real. You and I both know everything that is going on when somebody is fake. Right? You can feel it. You know it. But if you genuinely care about somebody, you have no problems at all encouraging them and giving them compliments. Giving them praise, right? Those are things that come naturally whenever you, whenever you care about them, whenever you genuinely feel that way. And so as a leader, it's our job to encourage those around us because we know that you can't, you can't make somebody do something. Well, I shouldn't say that. You can make people do things, but they're going to do a half-assed job. They're, it's going to be half-hearted. They're not really going to care. They're not going to love it. I could, I could make you schedule an event, right? I could make you plan it. I could make you do this if you work for me. Um, I can make that happen, right? And it's, it is what it is. Or I could ask you to do it, right? And when I ask you to do it, and I encourage you to do it, and I give you the support that you need, it's a lot stinking easier to do it, isn't it? I mean, like, a lot easier to do it. And you're excited about it, and you do a better job because 
you feel like you're killing it. You feel like you're doing a good job. You've been encouraged. And maybe while you're planning this event, maybe something comes up that's not absolutely awesome, right? And we've got to talk about it. But, but I'm going to encourage you and tell you what a good job you've done planning this event. And I'm, I'm going to name all the things that you've killed it on, right? And then, then I'm probably going to say something to the effect of, you know, what do you think about this one, one item? Could, could it have been done better? Could we, could we change the way this is done next time? And that's going to trigger you to think, right? Hey, yes, it could be different. Hey, I could have done this different, right? And then it's almost your idea that you change it. It's not necessarily my idea that you change it. It's yours. So, like, that's one of the things that I do a lot. That's one of the things that works really well for me. And, and really, if you don't have that encouragement, like, how would you feel if I just walked up to you and I said, hey, the event was okay, but... We need to change this, 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 this for the next one. And I probably have that list, right? For everything that goes on, I probably have that list. And you probably have a very similar list. But it hurts more coming from me because you're there to try to help me make this event awesome. Does that make sense? So as a leader, it's my job to get you to see the idea and think that it's yours. It's my job to encourage you to see that stuff. It's my job to help you grow. Now, one of the things that we all know as leaders is that it's not easy, right? Being a leader isn't the it isn't an easy job, is it? No, it's really not. And and being a leader is a lot of fun. And there's a lot of great perks that come with leading others. And I'm not talking about being the boss of a business. I'm not talking about owning it. I'm not talking about being the manager. I'm talking about being a leader. I'm talking about leading other people. Because when we're leaders, we're servants. It means that we serve them. Our job as a leader is to serve our people. Now, so many people look at it backwards. They go, my job is to serve the boss, to make him look good. I can't tell you how many times I heard growing up that, hey, bud, it's your job to make the boss look good. That's what you're supposed to do. And, and I agree with that. If we all have that attitude, that's a phenomenal thing to have and it'll all work out great for us and we won't have any issues with it. But a lot of times, we can't, it, it, the leader doesn't have that attitude. And if the leader has the attitude of it's your job to serve me and do what I tell you to do, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to want to be there. I have totally been there for people who were not leaders. They were bosses, right? And a boss directs, a leader guides, a boss controls while a leader helps, helps like direct you. A boss dictates when a leader asks. You want to follow a leader because you know that they're going to do it. They're not going to ask you to do something that they won't do. They're not going to give you busy work. They're not going to give you crap that's not important. They're not going to say, hey, just go do this to do it so the boss is happy. That's not what a leader does. A leader looks for something that's going to make a real difference in the world right? So that's part of what being a leader is. And, and I would say probably the biggest job as a leader, it's, it's kind of your job to be a cheerleader. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like going back to high school and being a cheerleader in high school. What I'm talking about is it's your job to be a cheerleader. It's your job to get other people excited about the, about the cause, about the organization, about what they're doing. As a leader, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to help pep people up and get them excited. You know, in all honesty, whenever you go to a super amazing live event, they always have an MC, right? They always have somebody who MCs the event. 
They go out there and they carry it. They introduce people. They get you going. They get you pepped up. They get you doing a few things in the, in, in the, in the live event that you need to do. They want you to do. That MC is the leader. He, he is not the one who's putting on the event, most likely. He's not even the main, main speaker. He's not even the main attraction. He or she, right? They're just there to lead the event, to get it kicked off right. They're there to be a cheerleader, to get you pepped up, to get you moving in the right direction. And so that's one of the things that I really wanted to just chat on real quick is that. And like, I, I know that there's some leaders out there right now. Well, maybe you're not a leader. Maybe you're boss if you're saying this. But there's some people out there right now that are going, Dan, I'm not a cheerleader. It's not my job to pet people up. I'm, I'm an adult. They're an adult. Pull up your big girl panties and deal with it. Well, we all have down days. I can guarantee that whenever I got dropped for my pilot's license, the first time I was doing it when that instructor just said, no, I'm not going to instruct anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I guarantee when he said that I was down. I guarantee when he said that I struggled. I guarantee when he said that, my team knew that I, there was something going on. Because there was, right? Well, and guess what? If I would have had leaders on my team that stepped up and said, hey, if I would have had leaders in my life that stepped up and said, hey, you got this, bud. It's not a big deal. You're going to find a way to move on. Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And they gave me suggestions and they gave me ideas. I wouldn't have snapped out of that funk and I never would have actually finished getting my pilot's license. And, and they're not people, the people I can think of that gave me that advice are people who don't see themselves as leaders. They're people who, if you called them a leader, they would be like, nope, that's not me. That's not what I do. That's not who I am. That's not how I roll. I'm not that guy. I'm not that gal. But I guarantee they are, right? So while we're talking about encouraging others and why it's so important to build the confidence of those around you, why is it important to have confidence? Why is it important as a leader to build confidence in others? Well, number one, we all know that if you want to accomplish something phenomenally awesome, you, uh, you can't do it alone. There's no billionaire business, there's no billion dollar business that has been built with one person, guaranteed. I've never seen a business yet today that makes a billion dollars that one person built and runs and does everything for. Now, if you can think of one, I encourage you to... Uh, Share it with me, because I'd love to have my, my beliefs broken there, okay? But do you think that as a leader, if you have, if you have a billion-dollar vision, screw it, if you have a million-dollar vision as a leader, do you think that you'll get there unless you find a way to encourage and increase the confidence of not only yourself, but the people around you? No. You have to be able to build the confidence in the people around you that you can get to that million-dollar idea, that you can get to that million-dollar thing. That you can get to that. You have to build that confidence so you can get there. And it can't just be in you. I mean, you have to have the confidence you're going to get there. Right? But you have to build the confidence in those around you. Let's say that you walk in to try to get a new client, or you walk into a job interview, or you walk in... Uh, let's let's say a job interview. Almost everybody in this world's been to at least one job interview at some point in their life. Let's say you walk into a job interview and you don't have any confidence at all. You're looking down at the floor. Your shoulders are slumped over. You're not looking at them when you talk. You shake their hand all week. You're you're not dolled up or anything like that. You just go in with messy hair and a 
I don't know if you're a girl, maybe you're wearing flip flops, pajama bottoms, messy hair, and a t-shirt. Maybe if you're a guy, you got holy pants, a holy shirt, and dirty old hands, and you haven't brushed your teeth in a week. I don't know. Both those sound pretty. <laughs> I think the guy's probably worse than the cow. But my point is, is if you don't have any confidence when you walk into that job interview, are you going to get that job? More likely than not, no. Because you have to have confidence. Now, there's a difference between confidence and cockiness. I'm not telling you to be cocky. Not, not at all. Not by any means. Not even a little bit. But how do, you, how do you get confidence? How do you instill confidence in others? Well, there's a couple ways you do it. And one is verbally. You can verbally instill confidence in others. And how do you verbally instill confidence in others? What's with the words that you use, right? If you go in and you're talking to them, and you're always negative, if they can't ever do anything right, if they always have issues, then you're not going to instill that confidence in them and they're going to fail. Guaranteed they're going to fail. All right? I had this guy one time, he told me, he said, Dan, I love criticism. I want you to criticize me until I succeed. And I said, okay, bud, you got it. I'll do whatever you want. It's not going to work. That's what I told him. I said, bud, this ain't going to work, but I'll do it. Whatever you want. He's like, no, I need it. That's what I thrive on. I thrive on criticism. I said, okay, you got it, man. I'll tell you what, I'll criticize you for the first two months. That's what I thought in my head. I didn't actually say that out loud. I said, I'll criticize him for the first two months. And when he starts to fail, I'll start to build his confidence. And we'll see what happens. We'll see how he grows. Because he says he thrives on criticism, but he's 100% wrong. Nobody thrives on criticism. We might grow from criticism, but we're not going to thrive on it. Nobody loves being criticized every second of every day. Well, so two months into it, I, I had been letting him know what he had been doing wrong. Every single time we talked, no, no true praise, because he didn't want praise, he said he thrived on criticism. So the first two months I did that, the first two months, it was all 100%. I'd let him know what he needed to improve on every single time we talked. I could see it, man. He was deflated. He was deflated as nothing else. Like nothing could make this guy succeed at this point. Nothing. He wasn't happy. He was struggling. So then I changed my approach. I said, okay, I'm done with this crap. I can't be working around this person any longer. I'm done with this. It's either get fired or change. Get fired, quit, or change. That was the option. And I, I don't say that coldly. It's just the way it was, right? It's the way it is. Well, so I changed the way that I approached it. And I came in and I started boosting his confidence. It started with small encouragement. I'd start off every day with a little piece of encouragement. You know what he thought? Because I criticized him for so much, he thought when I was encouraging him, I was tantalizing him. He thought that I was making fun of him. He thought that I was telling him he wasn't good enough with my encouragement. He thought that I was telling him he needed to improve. Because he'd convinced himself after two months, not of solid criticism, but of minor improvements as to how he could improve and how he could make things run better and how he could be more efficient. After two months, he'd convinced himself that I was evil, that, that everything I said was condescending, that everything I could say or ever would say would be condescending as well. So one of our biggest jobs is to, is to build confidence in people. And as a leader, we want to build that confidence because we want people to grow. We want them to get better. We want them to excel around us. Like I was telling you about that guy, once, once I started building up his confidence around him, it, it was already too late. The damage has been done. I hadn't built enough confidence, and he thought I was condescending him. He thought I was making fun of him. He thought that, well, whatever, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's crazy 
how your mind works and how it will work against you if, if you don't. It's crazy how it will work against you. And that, that's all I can say. And so today, I just want to take a few seconds and encourage everybody to, to not necessarily always criticize, right? I want you to work on giving praise. And if you're trying to get somebody to do something and you want to, you want to improve their attitude, you can't criticize somebody into improvement. It's never going to work. It's never going to be good. You're, they're going to never feel like they're good enough. And when people don't feel like they're good enough, they shut down. And especially in organizations where they're volunteering. When you're in a volunteer organization, when somebody doesn't feel good enough, they shut down. And when they shut down, then guess what? Then you get nothing out of them. They get no growth whatsoever. And you get no growth from them. And so today, today is all about like just helping to encourage you to build confidence in others. Helping to be a good servant, helping to build that confidence, right? One of the one of the favorite stories that I have about building confidence is is uh, is is when Christ walked on the water. You know, he he went up on that mountain the night before, and he was praying, and he said, "You guys head out. I'll meet up with you on the other side." And they thought he'd you know walk around, ride around, meet him on the other side of the lake. They were gonna use their boat and go across the lake, and he was gonna you know meet him on the other side of the lake is what they assumed. Well. Middle of the night, he comes walking out on the on the water, and walks right up to the boat, and they they swear he's a ghost. They're scared to death. Like, what would you think if you saw somebody walking on the water in the middle of the night? You'd be scared to death. I would be, right? So they're way tougher than I am because they didn't do something rash like beat him with an oar, or <laughs> shoot him, or anything like that, right? Like they said, "Hey, who goes there? Who's here?" And he said, "Hey, it's me. It's just Jesus." And he, uh, and Matthew says, man, if that's you, if that's you, tell me to walk to you and I will. And he said, well, come on. What you waiting on, son? Get on out here. If I can do it, you can do it. And he got out there and he took a few steps and he lost confidence. It says he lost faith. But in this, in this realm, faith and confidence are the same thing. He lost confidence in his ability to walk on water. And he started to sink. Now, I, I envision him slowly sinking in, almost like quicksand in a movie, right? Not like, boom, you're underwater, like I would be if I had walked on water, because I'd be like a rock. But he slowly started to sink in the water. And he said, wait, save me, save me. I'm too far away from the boat, right? They can't help me. Save me. And Jesus reached out his hand and grabbed him. And he said, he kind of criticized him a little bit, but he said, you of little faith, right? Why did you doubt? Why did you not have confidence in yourself? So while it might be a little bit of criticism, he was really building him up because he's saying, you can do this. If I can do this, you can do this. Why didn't you have faith that you could do it? Why didn't you trust yourself that you could do it? So I love to use that lesson personally for myself to teach from. And I love it to teach me because it helps me remember, why didn't you have confidence? 
Right? It helps me think about that. It helps me move forward in that thought process of having the confidence to do it. Because I know that as a leader, as a business owner, I have to build confidence. I have to build confidence in my clients to trust me. I have to build confidence in my clients to trust my team. I have to build confidence in my team that they can do the tasks that they're, that they're set out to do. In organizations that I work with as leaders, I know that I have to build confidence in other leaders that they can do it. And when I go into a new business, I have to build confidence in the leaders of that business that not only are we capable to do this, but so are they. So are they. Okay? So, that's one of the big things that I wanted to kind of chat a little bit about was just that you have to be willing and able to build confidence in others to be a good leader. And the thing is, is that you can build confidence in others. I guarantee it. I guarantee you can be that person. All you have to do is have to have faith in yourself. You have to have confidence in yourself that you can do it. And then you'll be able to do it. So, I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed sharing it with you. I know that I was probably all over jumping around a little bit, but I'm glad that you guys stuck with me. Glad that you're still here. And uh, I want to encourage you to do something for me today. Usually I encourage you to share this podcast and give us a five-star rating, but I'm not going to do that today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to encourage you to spread confidence into somebody else today. That's what I want you to do. I want you to take a little bit of time. I want you to spread some confidence into them. Somebody who's lacking, somebody who's around you all the time, get them to think they can do it without getting upset at them. Don't spread confidence in them by saying, you can do this. Spread confidence in them by letting them know that they're capable of it. All right, that's it. Hope you guys have a great day. Chat with you soon. Bye.